This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is episode 26 with Maria Lucci. Empowering moms and empowering on purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week, we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives, turning pain into purpose, finding opportunities in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out in the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. One of the cool things about talking to somebody like Maria is like you're going to get a little bit of the behind the scenes, pulling the curtain back, look at the media and the media business. She's a veteran of that industry, just like me. And she made a really interesting turn and transition in her own life as well for really specific reasons. Those motivations You'll find out here in a little bit as Maria Lucci, the empowered mom, kind of lets you behind the curtain. She's going to talk about the importance of mindset, you know, what it means, uh, the fact that you are enough, how she made her big transition and how she's helping others do the same. More importantly, how can you learn from the lessons that life is always handing you? I always love to talk to folks like Maria, and I love to do this podcast because, as you're going to hear, we're just picking up from the conversation she and I had organically. One of the great things about this podcast is that there are no rules. Don't you love that? Yeah. Especially for, uh, uh, I'm traditionally a rule follower, (laughs) so this will be I was never good. I was never good. Really? Oh my God, that sounds like Mark. I was not good at coloring inside the lines. <laughs> well, I'm not either now. I'm learning. That's that whole empowered mom thing, right? Well, you know, that's interesting. I think that um, let's let's just kind of start with that. I mean, let's let's talk about, you know, where you where you started and, you know, how how things are completely different today. Oh, gosh, aren't they, though? Well, okay, career-wise, right, That we, we want to start that since we're talking about traditional media and transitioning and being successful into the new media space, which, frankly, is is the media space now. Um, so I was an anchor and reporter um, in several different markets, including uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, and... Uh, this was uh, BK before kids. Oh, yeah. And because, I, you know, I mean, listen, it, as you well know, I mean, if you're a broadcaster, you're a newsie, it's your drug. It's yeah. in your blood. Mm. And it's just who you are. And it, it's, it, 
it's my passion mm-hmm. and um and it's not family friendly typically <laughs> right 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 i'm trying to make it nice saying typically no it isn't um but anyway at the time um i did not have um babies so uh, it, I thought it would be a great idea for my husband and I to have um, three boys within 21 months. Mm. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> blessings, because, uh, no, in all honesty, we did in vitro. A lot of people don't like to talk about that, but we were incredibly blessed. And so do you have twins? We, I have, yeah, if you do the math, very good. Uh, So um, we have one one boy. He was 21 months old um, when my twin boys were born. Okay. So, um, and then at that time, and obviously, you know, you've got essentially three infants. And Mark travels. He's also in the media uh, TV business. He travels. And at that point, I had, well, these three little babies. And um, and then I had an offer on the table for a very, very successful six and ten anchor position, very high paying salary. And Mark was gone at the time. And I had these three babies. And here I am with, OK, this is everything I wanted. Yeah. Uh, I have these babies that we, you know, God blessed us with, but, but that we worked hard for and and paid for, Mm -hmm. but, but we're blessed with and, and healthy babies. So, you know, God bless us for that. And I'm eternally grateful for that. Um, And then this contract comes in and I remember looking at it going, this is everything I want. Now I have, I have my family. I have the babies. I have now I can be, you know, the six and 10 anchor again, um, that I was, um, and, and my husband's gone. And I knew, and I thought, gosh, okay. So I, I would be gone from essentially 11 AM to 11 PM. Mm. And Mark was gone. And I know everyone's choice is, it's their own choice, right? And that's okay. And that's the whole, and we'll get to the empowered mom. But for me and for our family, I remember looking at this contract and it was very generous and it was very lucrative. Um, And I remember pulling up into the driveway and I'm in my car and I'm, and I talked to my mom. Of course, they have, my mom's my best friend, but they have all the wisdom in the world, right? So I said, Mom, I just don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Here it is, and here's this decision I have to make, and I'd be gone, and blah, blah, and I just don't know. And she said, in all her wisdom, she didn't tell me what to do. She said, Maria, if you're having this much difficulty making that decision, that might be your decision. Mm. Oh, the brilliance of mothers. Mm. Uh, so, not, uh, fast forward, I didn't accept it. There were several reasons why, too, because uh, professionally, it was uh, there was a lot of. Uh, 
things that would have prevented me to be successful in other areas, right? Sure. Non-competes and a lot of things that people in the traditional broadcast world understand. Um, yeah, when you sign a contract, not a lot of people know this, but they own you. It's The contract, a lot of times, is... Well, and <clears throat> this is why I always say is people ask me about these things and I say, why do you think you sign contracts? It's for them. It's not for you. Yeah. You know, and, and you try and get as good of a deal as you can. And if you have, you know, if you have good people you're working with, you, you do that, you know, you, you can work back and forth on some things. And luckily in my case, it, it, it ended up working out in my favor, but, uh, yeah, but you gotta be smart about it. You gotta be smart about it. And you know what? Mm -hmm. It's called business. They're doing business. Exactly. but you also have to um that's when i think you start taking ownership back Mm -hmm. especially in the traditional media world um you they do and can own you and that's a that can be a brilliant um opportunity well you're talking about 12 hours a day of your life there if not more, if not more, it, and it, you're on call at all times. And that's the other thing, too, is that especially in this business, <clears throat> as you know, uh, that's that you're all your your mind. If they don't own your body, at least during those 12 hours, <laughs> your mind is always there. It's always going. Well, because you're, you're always on top of it. But that that's part of the the blessing and curse mm-hmm. meaning that's what we thrive on yeah that adrenaline and breaking news and when things are happening that's you know in the newsroom it's like going and you know it, it's exciting and and you're in the know and and you and you want to help out your journalist at heart right i mean that's that's part of it at the same time, things start changing, especially at different points in your life. Um, I call it being a news nomad, you know, and especially when you're younger and um, yeah. and you're willing to do. I mean, essentially, you know, to begin with, you'd pay them for a job. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, things start changing. And um, for me. Um, and I know you've gone through lots of uh, evolutions and evolutions of su- of success, uh, which is why this is such a great topic uh, to talk about. I mean, mine happened to really coincide with my kids um, and my business, The Empowered Mom. Um, and, and we'll get into that. But, I mean, it is about evolving just as the business of broadcasting has evolved Mm. um uh we evolve with it you don't have to but if you want to continue to be successful yeah then uh, you do have to evolve with it you know i noticed in my personal life that my decision to take a different path i think came it came along the time and around the time that i met my wife and then we had gotten married. <clears throat> it was just months after I'd gotten married that I'd lost that dream job. And I think my focus kind of shifted to something else, something bigger than me, something out of my just just not. It wasn't on what my you know my plan plan was, my dream was, that kind of thing. And I thought I started looking at life through a different lens. Is that what the kids did for you? Oh, God. 
Yes. I mean, um, well, again, I'm going to say that uh, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, these kids were I was forced to do that. No, listen, sure. we we went through everything to have these kids. This was a lifelong dream of mine. And um, God blessed us well with that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, however, change um, who you well. It does change who you are, not just as a mom, um, as a father too, um, and uh, and just just your your entire life. But I had identified myself as well. I'm a broadcaster. I'm a I'm a journalist. Right. I'm an anchor. Mm-hmm. You know. And what's the first thing people ask you? What do you do? What do you do? Mm-hmm. All right. So all right. So I always had that answer because that that was my identity. How hard is it now or how hard was it when you first started to change? Because I went through that period where people just yeah, really? they want to put you in boxes so they can kind of understand you. It's just a normal human nature thing. Yeah. And, and people to a lot of people to this day still don't get, OK, what exactly are you doing? What do you do now? What what is it? Right. And and. I want to talk to later about if you didn't have that answer as what do you do? It's like, who are you? Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Hmm. But as a mother, okay. Well, as a woman first. All right. Um, so I had these babies, um, and because Mark traveled, um, here's my love of my, my passion, what runs in my blood broadcasting. And then here's these three precious babies that I begged for and prayed for and paid for. <laughs> um, and, I, and I had them and I had to make a choice. Um, and I was in a position where I could. That's not to say we didn't give up a lot. Um, but the, I lost my identity. And through that position, I found myself. Meaning, so people mm. would say, so That's people big. would say, yeah, you know, that was really, um, I make it sound like it was a quick, easy answer. It wasn't. It was years of evolution and a lot of soul searching. Uh, but people would say, and particularly to women, um, so, well, they say to everyone, what do you do? But then to women, so I would say, well, well I was a broadcaster. Well, I was an anchor. Um, I'm a journal. Uh, and so they said, so you're just a mom. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. So you don't work. Mm. Thanks. Uh, so what is it that you do all day? <laughs> I mean, and this is, you know, I happen to have three babies uh, within yeah, 20 months. Sure. It, it could be one one baby. It's a, Which is it's a full-time job by itself, you know, that, that alone. It is, but you and I and the rest of the world really know that it's not given the credibility that, that it... Um, Sure. Or the worth that it deserves. So, um, going back to, to let, let's just wrap this kind of part of the story up. Although, you know, we can talk about that forever. Um, Why do you think that is? 
I'll just kind of stop. Why do you think that? Because it used to be. A lot of it changed because um, more women are come, came into the workforce. Mm-hmm. I, the, I think the generations changed. Yeah. And, it, and it was some equality. And it was some of the things that I just said, the questions that, that were said. So you're just a mom. What do you mean I'm just a mom? Mm-hmm. I still work. You know, but it's and that was one of the things that um, that uh, kind of inspired me because I'm like, I wanted I didn't have this grand idea of I'm going to have this company and it's going to be called the Empowered Mom and we're going to empower women and moms and parents no matter where they are. Mm -hmm. Um, It was only after I had kids. And I lost my identity because I didn't know then how to describe myself. And I honestly was, I remember being in situations where people would start going around cocktail parties, whatever, going around the room and people are saying, so what do you do? So what do you do? And I literally, I started getting nervous. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh my God. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Why? Why? Okay. I'm, I'm mom. Why isn't that enough? Hmm. And, and so I literally, I'm like, I got to empower myself. And that's kind of how the empowered mom hmm. started because it's like, wait a minute, we got to, we got to change the language in this country. I mean, yeah. Do I have a lofty goal of trying to change that? Then the narrative, um, I don't know that it's so lofty because I think a lot of people, a lot of moms, a lot of dads that are stay at home dads, um, even dads that are, uh, working full time outside the home. Mm -hmm. So, so if you notice how carefully I, I say that because, um, people are still like, okay, well, do you work? Yes. All moms work. Yeah. Um, moms that have full time careers outside the home and they go to an office face different challenges mm-hmm. than moms that work inside the home at a at a business yeah at home business as i do or moms that work inside the home at the business of being moms yeah um and i think there's just a lot of judgment mm. uh, and I will tell you what's most interesting to me and what became most apparent to me initially after I had the kids and then and then was not working my, my in the broadcasting business. Uh, it was the moms versus moms. Mm. And that's what the judgment that came across from from the working moms mm-hmm. to the ladies who lunch it was such a there was one particular uh, event in my particular neighborhood um and a, a lot of the husbands or executives that are you know we're called executive widows um and that's that's they they travel mm-hmm. and so we're home uh, uh, with the kids a lot mm-hmm. um and a lot of the mothers in this particular little bubble um stayed home because the husbands were gone right um and i remember one of the moms uh there was an event in the neighborhood 
and one of the moms uh, that kind of head was heading up this this event um, introduced another mom who was a traditional outside the home working mom okay and she said she introduced her and I'm not going to use names but she said oh hey I'd like for you to meet so and so I mean because she works she's not here very much Mm. Mm. and it was like wait what why does there have to be judgment on what works for her as a mom and as a woman and as an individual and whether that's a financial requirement because let's face it most of america you know both partners need to work and need the income and make sacrifices if if they don't whether that's the dad staying home or or the mom staying home um and just that judgment really struck me and i'm like this is not right and then that's where it went into the empowered mom i'm like you know what whatever empowers you Mm. whether that's you uh, you know leaving the house to go work because that fulfills your soul and that makes you then that makes you a better person a better mother a better wife i mean that should be okay if you staying home and being with your kids and working from home fulfills you then that should be okay too you know, and I think that makes a great point is that we're <clears throat> we're all different. None of us are the same. We have similarities, obviously. We have we have things in common, but the 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 truth is is that everyone and what works for one person may not work for another person. And I I I definitely see that. I understand why you know I what I do somebody else may not choose to do. It's just the freedom and the options of being able to do those things. And I think that the we are in a place where we do judge other people uh, because they're not doing the same things or they're not making the same choices or whatever it might be. And it's neat to hear that that's how the empowered mom started. The empowered mom.com obviously this is the website, but you said something a while ago that I kind of want to go back to, because I think it has a lot to do with what you're doing now and kind of how you got there. That, sort of that point of where you turned your pain into your purpose is this idea that you said you lost your identity right you found yourself yeah let's 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 talk about that what do you mean by that exactly your identity it was your label well my identity at that point was my career yeah. And my love, my passion, it was broadcasting and it was who I knew myself to be. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, I mean, I happen to be known publicly, you know, I mean, it's a very as well. You, you know this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very public position. People know who you are. Um, but it, it was also my love. So that's what I did. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then when I had kids, um, you know, things changed mm-hmm. and, and a, as it should. And in all of our lives, um, we evolve. So I, I don't want to just say that it happens to just women, although 
I think there are, uh, even though I believe our culture is shifting, um, we're not there. It's still not the same for men as it is for women and, and the things we have to go through and deal with. Sure. On, on many levels. It, it happened um, to me, though. I mean, that's that's yeah, something that, that I definitely can tell you is that <clears throat> part of my decision to step away from radio full time was that I, I just I I remember that day when I came home and I had known that for a while that I was going to that I was going to be let go. And so I had time to kind of yeah. prepare, but I was at peace. I just remember sitting there thinking, um. I don't want to. I don't want to move in this business, and it's kind of the same in TV. But I don't want to move from that, town to that town. You know? News nomad. I don't want to, and I had done that up to a certain point. I was willing to do that. It was just me. I was making sacrifices. Sure. Totally cool. But you know, now I'm married, and you know, the, I'm just looking down the road. I'm thinking we got kids in school, and I have to go to them and say, I know you have friends here. I know you have, you know, I know you, you, you like where you go to school and everything's great, but, you know, daddy has to go to a different, we have to move because this is my job. And I almost felt a little selfish because this was the job that, and I enjoy my job so much, but somebody somewhere else made a decision and they got to have control over my life oh. and my kids and my family, which we don't have, we have three dogs who are kind of like kids but we don't you know we, no they aren't kind of they they are your baby <laughs> yeah. so a lot of us understand that yeah. yeah but i just thought i just kind of flash forwarded my brain down to that you know down to that time of when that would be and thought i don't ever want to let somebody have this kind of control yeah in my life yeah yeah and, and so it was it was this weird time where i kind of my identity of this guy and you know when i was in the radio top 40 radio especially doing the wacky morning show i had a like a goofy radio name and so this was my kind of but a successful career you had a very yeah, sure. successful career and that's how you identified that yourself. was my persona right that's who i was that was my identity and but what's funny is that over the last few years i've noticed i just really have grown into who i am who i really am and the identity versus the real yeah. you is the yeah key. yeah the two different things. So we come back. I want you to tell us a little bit about that. I mean, the fact that the identity versus the real you can be separate and how empowering it can actually be to discover who you really are by letting all the other junk go away. You know, it turns out you're not your bank account. You're not your job. You're not the car you drive. All of those things. More with Maria Lucci. The empowered mom empowers you right after this by the way you can check her out at the empowered and i gotta tell you while you're surfing around make sure you get on the vip all access newsletter justinbarclay.com just going over and click put in your name put in your email and you're going to get tons of tricks tips tools techniques to build your business online and on purpose all kinds of great inspiration literally dozens of ways to create more freedom in your life i opened the kimono and I let you in. Plus, we're having all kinds of fun in there. Come on in and join the party. This is On Purpose. On Purpose. On the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. 
okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. Wait, so your identity isn't really who you truly are? There's more to this story? Maria Lucci, she's empowering moms with the EmpoweredMom.com. Helping empower us today with this insight on her life and how she discovered the difference between her identity and who she really was. Well, for me, and you know, well, you were on radio and you had a persona, right? And you said you had this wacky persona, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You kind of got to be, you kind of got to be you. Yeah, it was me, but like amplified and exaggerated. Okay, okay. So in the news business, for me, it was straight shooting. It's not about me. So I'm not the story. You know, here's the facts, and I'm going to tell you the facts, blah, blah, blah. Um, And it wasn't a lot of personality, which was okay because I'm a a newsie. So you were kind of subdued. I, yes. The real you was kind of like, yeah, so bottled up a little bit, and, and the real you wanted to come out. Well, the real me is, uh, well, there's a lot of us, but <laughs> that's, an, that's a different podcast. Uh-huh. Um, no, I mean, no, I loved what I did, mm-hmm. but I also knew that um, um, I love doing news, full on journalist straight news but i knew that there was also this side of me that just was personality and i just wanted to be me yeah you know um and the particular opportunity and the, and the position i was in and you know news has changed so much since since that time i mean that was the time when everybody had the the little anchor bob yeah. and you didn't deviate from any of that Mm -hmm. and i even then refused to have the anchor bob uh but regardless i mean (laughs) you know frankly for women for men they look at what they're saying for women it's like why are you wearing that blouse i like your hair today oh those earrings were pretty i'm like are you listening to what i'm saying yeah and that's what's so different for for men and women but Sure. But, you know, um, what was fun after kind of that transition of, you know, having the kids and going, okay, well, all of those skills and talents and my love, um, you know, being a writer, being a storyteller, because isn't that what we're about in this business? Mm -hmm. We tell stories. Um, And... Uh, you know, having fun with people. I mean, all of those elements, uh, it wasn't easy. It wasn't a path that was just, okay, here's ABC. I had to evolve with it and figure it out. For the empowered mom, um, it's been a combination and a fabulous um, evolution of I get to be me. Hmm. And I still get to tell stories. 
I still get to use all of the media platforms to our benefit. Hmm. I mean, when you talk about transitioning from traditional media, and we're talking either radio or television, right? Is if is that what you're calling traditional media? Traditional, yeah, radio, television, maybe even book newspaper. and newspaper, that kind right, of thing. Right. Right. Okay. Well, all of that has evolved. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, a lot of the things that um, you and I did earlier in our career, um, it was for that platform. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the other 16 platforms of social media and all the the life stuff and everything. (laughs) Um, which, you know, frankly, a lot of journalists in, in this day and age, traditional journalists, um, have a, they're doing a lot more work all at the same time. Mm. Right? So, um, as um, transitioning from traditional media into my own company and utilizing all of those platforms is an opportunity to embrace success. Do you think that, or how, let me, let me figure out the best way to ask this, but what I'm wondering is how much do you think what you did previously for a living prepared you for what you're doing now? Um, I, I, certainly believe that um, my natural skills and abilities and my experience, meaning being on camera, Mm -hmm. talking to people, telling stories. um, Listen, I'm a ham and I've known it forever. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows it. Um, It's what made me very successful. Um, It's now what's making um, the Empowered Mom very successful. But It's also about utilizing the skills that you have, meaning um, it was a completely different platform, but I can go on here to this platform that you and I are doing. Mm. I can go on to YouTube. I can go on to my blog. I can go on to um, social social media, uh, you know, any of them, Facebook, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, all of them you should be implementing and yes i do believe that the skills that i had and and the abilities that i had and the things that i love to do and the things that that i get passionate about i have been able to um turn it into a business in the quote new media platform and I think people have to figure out what that is. That doesn't mean that, you, you know, you may not be the on-camera person. You may be, I'm just pulling, it could be human resources. It could be content, um, you know, it, whatever it is for you, you can still make that transition and be successful. Sure. And now, and now, as you're talking about with these different um, platforms and these different ways to do it, it just makes it easier. It really makes it easier than it ever has been. Oh, gosh, there's so much more opportunity. I mean, I, I think a lot of people look at it as, 
you know, there's all this new, okay, well, what's this new social platform? What's this one? And I got to figure out this one. Okay. Yeah, you do. You got to hone your skills. You have to um, keep up with what's happening, but that's in any business. I mean, transitioning from, you know, traditional media to, you know, um, then being the mom and then my particular story as, as the empowered mom, I mean, I've utilized every platform possible um, uh, that, that's just being smart business. Mm-hmm. And, and that's within any career, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we learn new skills. And, you know, one of the things that the Empowered Mom is doing, um, we are launching um, across the nation uh, the Empowered Mom TV, which will be um, coming to a station near you. And if you don't have it, call them <laughs> and ask them for it. Um but that, again, is just an evolution because we don't stay stagnant. You can. I just don't think it's smart. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is that, that old saying that, that, uh, that you hear is uh, you're either green and growing or you're brown and, and dying. You know, it's just you're, you're, you're not moving forward. And I just feel like that's what we're here to do. We're supposed to put one building block on top of the next and our experiences and everything make us who we are and then we share those with other people that's the that's the cool thing about what you're doing <clears throat> and i want to talk about that because you just kind of mentioned uh empowered mom tv but i want to talk about the empowered mom.com you know your blog and everything else that you're doing with this kind of a movement that you're building let's let's uh let's talk about that what was it that moved you forced you to make this transition what was it that inspired you? What was the straw that broke the camel's back? I always feel like it goes back to some sort of event or some moment. Can you pinpoint that? And how can people create those and maybe find them in their own lives? Maria Lucci, the empoweredmom.com. She joins us next as we continue right here on purpose. You're listening to on purpose with Justin Barclay on the blaze radio network, the blaze radio network. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. You're listening to On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. So why did Maria Lucci give up this great career in media as a news anchor on television a star, as it were, in a lot of ways, right? To become a mom full time and inspire others to be empowered to do the same, to follow their dreams, no matter what it is. What was it that inspired you to make the leap? Being told I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Being told I wasn't enough. Mm. Um, and wait, that, wait, that's wait, a- wait, 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 wait. That's so important. Don't let's not. Don't bury it. Yeah, that is so important. 
Yeah. You are enough. What a great message. Mm, okay. That's a le- and and that is a message that um again it was a message I had to tell myself because I was told so often, well, you're just a mom. That's not enough. You're, you're, you don't, you don't do anything. Yeah. You're not contributing. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you do all day? You go to lunch, you work out, you, what you PTA, you, it's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What if I did? Yeah. Why is that wrong? Why is that wrong? I'm raising the next generation of CEOs, yeah. of, you know, of business owners, of doctors, of lawyers, surgeons, of entrepreneurs. Why in our culture is that seen as wrong? And so it kind of became, it was twofold. I had to tell myself, Maria, you're good enough. It's okay where you are in this chapter of your life because all of us, male or female, I, I don't care. We all evolve. We all experience change in different chapters in our life. Embracing that and empowering ourselves within that was part of it. Part of it was I had to empower myself and go, this is okay. And the things that people are saying, that's not right. You yeah. saying, I'm just a mom and everybody says, oh, well, that's the most valued, that's the most valued job in the world. And we all know that it is. I mean, we do. But then why isn't it valued in our society? And I, think, I think part of it is, is that people, you're right, it's, it's not valued enough. I think people look at uh, the way they're living life or the way other people are living life, and it's the status quo. This is just the way it's supposed to be. I'm yeah. supposed to go out, and <clears throat> again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, criticizing people that do, uh, you know, have full time out of the home jobs or anything like that. But that, that's the point. There's, there should be no criticism or right. judgment, and there is. And but what I'm yeah. saying is, if you don't want to, if that's not what you want to do, and you really want to do something different. And you don't realize that you do. There are a lot of people that just don't realize or they have. They're just not conscious. They haven't come to the point. They're not aware of the fact that there there are other possibilities. You can do whatever you want. And this is this whole idea that um, you're empowering people to do what it is that they truly want to do, no matter what that looks like. And then everybody's different. Everyone's going to have a different one. You know, you are enough as it is. You are enough as it is. But there's more to this world. I think this is the thing that that I that I think people why they look at you and say you're just a mom because they think, well, aren't you supposed to, you know, work 40 hours or or I mean, gosh, 40 hours. Now, that's pretty crazy. Only 40 hours now. If only if only as a mom, we were only 40 hours. But, yeah, it's, you know, that idea that you're supposed to run out and you're supposed to. and, And a lot of folks, let's just be honest, a lot of folks are going and working jobs that they don't want to do to buy things that they really don't care about having to impress people they don't like, right? It's that <laughs> Yeah. And but that's but we're kind of talking bubble there. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the majority of America that don't have the choice. Mhm. 
Okay. So we want, we, my, my purpose is to talk to, to those moms and dads as well, because it's about empowering yourself where you are Mm. in your situation. If financially you and most, most of us are in a position where financially we, we need those incomes, Mm. right? Um, That may not be what you want to do, but there are ways to fulfill your soul and empower yourself where you are. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and, that, and that's key. Yeah. Where you are now. Yeah. Where you are now and where you want to go. And, you know, what you what, you know, let's say you're working a job that you're not happy in. Okay. You have the about ability to empower yourself I mean, none of us are saying it could be easy in in the the professional landscape, um, but there are ways that you can do it to get your life to where you want it to be. That's a good. That's a great point and a good place for us to just kind of um, pivot to how how do you do those things? Because I think it's easy for us to say that. I will tell you, though, the like the day that I started taking responsibility for everything in my life, where I am, what I even like, you know, I say I had this nightmare, this dream job that turned into a nightmare. I take full responsibility in all of it. And I really think that um, even though I was successful there, even though I won, uh, it was a very toxic environment. I still have to take the responsibility for how I responded to that toxic environment. Right. And, and I'd like to ask, and I want to say, number one, congratulations for you. Um, I think that it's crucial um, to take responsibility um, for whatever toxic elements may be in your life. And that could be you. That could be you. Mm-hmm. That could yeah. be your thinking. I remember very much I played victim. Yeah. I didn't realize I was playing victim, but I was like, oh, poor me. You know, I wasn't where I wanted to be. I want, you know, but so it was like, okay, shut up, stand up and let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sorry, let's just be real. But for you, what did you do? How did you, how did you take control of that? Hold on. Wait a minute. Marie is putting me on the hot seat now. Well, with her media background and as a journalist, really, I shouldn't expect any less. The question that she brings up is very important, and I think it will help you. So I'll indulge her, and I'll even pick her brain a little bit. We'll get into that right after this. The VIP All Access Newsletter is available at justinbarclay.com. If you're not already on the inside, you can join the fun, get tips, tricks, and inspiration to live your life and build your business on purpose. Whether that is a home business, maybe you're wanting to start a blog, maybe you have a message inside you'd like to get out and write a book, a story that you want to tell. Maybe you want to start a podcast. We can help you with tips, tricks, and inspiration at justinbarclay.com. Just put in your name, put in your email, and we'll see you on the inside. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Fox Sexton. 
Starting in January, right? I mean, the president's very rich. He's never going to have to work really another day in his life. The idea that he needs these two weeks and it's sacrosanct and he couldn't hop on his giant taxpayer-funded jet, go down to Louisiana, try to make sure that things are going smoothly, kind of wave the flag, lend a hand, do his thing down there. He could do this in less than 24 hours. Buck Sexton. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, here I am getting grilled on my own show by guest Maria Lucci, TheEmpoweredMom.com. She's a former TV anchor, worked in television and journalism for years. Transitioned to Empowering Moms as a mom blogger now, and she does so much more with her companies. But here she is putting me on the hot seat and asking me the question about getting out of a toxic environment and transitioning from my place in radio to what I do now when she laid it on me and asked me this question. But for you, what did you do? How did you, how did you take control of that? Well, it was, it was after, I mean, I would, I'd been out of that environment. I didn't realize, I don't think I did notice certain people and certain behaviors during that toxic environment during that time period but it wasn't until i was completely removed from it that i realized oh man that is not healthy and then some of the things that i did to contribute to that that Uh, you know that maybe i contributed to it and also you know the fact that i wasn't happy there now in almost any environment i've got a pretty good shot I'm pretty good about removing myself from environments that don't serve me at this point. So I know because that's the easiest path, the path of least resistance for me anyway, for 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 happiness. So if I don't want to be a part of that or if I am like, let's just talk about hanging around people. They say you're the sum of the five people that you you're closest with your friends. So if I'm hanging around people that are, you know, gossiping or hanging around people that are because I'm thinking, well, you guys are talking now about this other guy. What happens when I leave? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So well, what are, if they're saying that about you, about somebody else right. what are, in front of you, what are they saying about you? Right. So there's there's little things like that. But I know now that I would handle uh, that specific uh, place a little bit differently in, in that environment. A lot of that goes back to um, I have learned how to be happy. In a lot of ways, that's just a discipline of uh, a lot of its gratitude. You know? Yeah, I was going to say, so you've learned how. Let's, let's talk about how. It's gratitude. I mean, yeah. It's simply practicing. In fact, I got a, I've got uh, a little stone here. Uh, a guy named Michael Hyatt, who's got a blog, and um, he was the CEO of uh, Thomas Nelson Publishing. Matter of fact, I interviewed Michael for his, his book not too long ago, but... I saw him post this thing the other day. I mean, it's, it's been a it's been a month or so back, but he talked about how he had a stone in his pocket so that he could reach down in his pocket every time he touched that stone, he immediately would feel gratitude for something, think about something, focus on something, and what am I grateful for? So instead wow. of my That's mind, powerful. oh, and it's so it's so huge. So I do that I I do that several times a day, but just I put the stone in my pocket so that I could. I could start doing that too, but in, every morning when I start, I 
write three things that I'm most grateful for. And it could be anything from breathing to coffee, <laughs> you know. Oh, anything. I am so grateful for coffee. In yes. fact, just go ahead and take a drink of my Amen. coffee. Coffee beans, I love you. But the thing is, is that... <clears throat> I tend to think that when I was my most unhappy, I was focused on the things that I didn't have. Yeah. Rather that than. Was, that's playing victim. Yeah. Rather than what I did have. And look, I don't care if you can hear this podcast today. If you have the technology to be able to listen to this today, you are the 1%, the top 1% of people in the world. You've got. So much to be thankful for. You got a roof over your head. You know what I mean? Um, so there are so many things that I think that um, that can that can pull you off track. But the thing that always gets me back on track is is gratitude and thinking about all of the things that that uh, that are, are really blessings, you know, uh, that that's the most crucial. I, I just turned and on. Uh, um, I'm. Uh, up on the shelf is a cross and it says faith mm. and you know I happen to be very strong in my faith and I know you are are as well and the Lord is my refuge my strength my stronghold um, but sometimes we can still get off track and I believe that's where empowering yourself comes in and that can be for moms dads families I mean we um, have we have ownership on on all of those, and and those will be rollouts on the company as well. Um, but it's an evolution, and it's not always easy. And the answer is there's no handbook. <laughs> it's not here's how you do it, and here's the path to making money. You know, you learn, and you figure it out, and you network, and you use your skills and abilities. And you stay strong, hmm. you know, and listen, our life, we're not stagnant. We're constantly changing and we can use that for good or we can use it to go down a rabbit hole. Hmm. And I think um, being in conversations like this and with people like you and I, um, of like minds that want to make a difference and know that I can change. I've got the ability. I, I may not have the ABCs as to as an entrepreneur. It's not always easy. Mm. I mean, if you're a small business owner, I mean, you need money to make money. So you're kind of caught in that. And, and you work, you, you don't just work nine to five. <laughs> You're working constantly. Sure. And, and, but it's because you know you have a purpose and it's because you want to use your gifts and your talents for greater good. Mm. Let's talk about the empoweredmom.com because you are talking about <clears throat> what you do to empower uh, and how people can empower themselves. Um, before we before we really talk about what you're doing at the Empowered Mom, can you give okay. us just a couple of, you know, wh what can people do to empower themselves? So it depends on where you are, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I would say, first of all, um, 
look at your mindset. Now, this is um, uh, alone time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not good at sitting still, but I but I have to, and I think every one of us need to. Yeah. Um, and go, what what does make me want to jump out of bed in the morning? Right. What what are my gifts? What is my passion? What gets me going? And and realizing that I have, you have, we all have the ability to make the changes. Mm. In other words, uh, sometimes you don't realize that you're empowered until you actually take the steps Mm -hmm. to empower yourself. Getting that that little win. It sounds a little weird. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a catch-22, but it's like, okay, what can I do right now? What can I do today to either change my mindset to change my thinking to change my immediate situation maybe not the whole situation right but taking back control and going hey that you know i'm not just subject to the wind and what's happening in the world yes no empowering yourself is taking back control Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> there's so much power in that. You you just said taking action like that. That that I feel like is the answer to all of this. If you can take action and get a small, a little win in a little area, those things kind of it, it gives you it puts a smile on your face, gives you a little bit of enthusiasm. No matter what you're doing, if you're trying to build a you know a small business, home business, if you're just if you're a it, you know. If, if you're in a career and you are trying to either change that career or maybe you want to take a step up and do something different, those little things can lead to, I mean, they can really lead to some big impacts making a big difference. You're talking momentum at that point. And it, absolutely. And, and that's what it is. Empowering yourself is about taking it back and not leaving it up to just whatever happens or Mm. what your boss does or what the kids do or, you know, the environment or the weather. No, this is no, how, what am I going to do to handle it? What am I going to do to strengthen myself and take action and uh, take my power back? Mm. And, and that's what being empowered is all about. I have to tell you this the other day, um, I was going through, I, I was checking out some things online, and I found a guy who who has this castle, and he uh, does seminars. Like a literal castle? He's got a castle in Scotland. He does seminars from this castle. He's a really interesting individual, um, <clears throat> and he's a businessman and a uh, colorful character, but I was just fascinated by his castle and how he has these seminars in this castle that you can go to, and I was like... This is a really interesting guy. This is a really interesting environment place for it. And I, I just got onto this, um, started looking up like the history of castles and somehow it landed on. I remember my family, the, the name Barclay were it's I think I think it was like a Scottish heritage uh, English Scottish heritage. I'm adopted, so this is none of this really means anything. I was gonna, 
Because I, I don't know what I am. I'm some sort of mutt. Are you probably. just making this up as we go? No, I'm just making it up. But my, it my, sounds a great story, though. Go my, with it. My father's name is, so it's Barclay. So that's, so they had a crest. At one point, my dad had one of these like family crests in the house somewhere, and I was looking at it. and So I decided to go look it up online. And okay. they have all of these great, you know, I don't know if you've ever spent time like looking up family histories and things like that. But yeah, I, I have a, I'm obsessed with crests. So, so, yeah. so see, this is really interesting. And then I kind of it, it. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, and so we were watching, and not, and just like recently in the last you know few months, my wife and I were watching these this, this Game of Thrones, and they each one of these families, they had like the, their family name meant a lot, their um, mottos like what they stood for, and all these things, and so I went back to look this up, and it just kind of all fell into place. But the crest and the motto was. Uh, in Latin, what translated out to action or death. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that is so amazing. I love that. I'm going to own that. So that empowers me. I took that and I thought, because you're either, I believe in life, and especially when you're on your own, when you're in business, listen, it's, it's you take action or, or you're done. That's, that's, and if you want to learn, like the real learning Another uh, great friend and mentor says, if you want to learn to swim, you got to jump in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. The ship, you know, can always stay in the harbor, but that's not where it sails. Yeah. Right. Uh, But I love that. You know what? I would love to take that and run with what you just said, because we, you know, the, the family crests are historic and genealogy and, you know, but, but if you think about it, that's what how they created their momentum mm-hmm. and their tribes, if you will. And the story their, they, they told. Their, their stories. Mm-hmm. But how about we take that right now? This would be a great assignment for each of us. Uh, and I'm just thinking, literally, as you've said this, why can't we, and all, all of you, right now, take that on as an assignment and and say what's my crest Hmm. what are what do i want to do what do i stand for what are my values where do i want to go how can i empower myself i mean seriously you and i need to do that and challenge everyone out there to do that and then we should come back and visit uh, that again i love that and in in and what I hear you saying is you don't have to go look up online and say, OK, well, this is my family crest and this is the motto. You have an opportunity now to create your own. And I think a lot of people don't they don't think in terms of that way. I think that's yeah. where we're, we're society. We're, we're lost in a lot of ways nowadays because we're just kind of aimlessly wondering without a purpose, without a motto, without a story. Because we're not defining it. it. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I think this is an opportunity, and yeah. that's where, you know, empowering yourself is, um, you know, what do I want to make happen? Mm-hmm. What works for me? You know what? What works for that person and that person and that person? I want the best for them, but it may be different for me, sure. and that's okay. You know, it's about what makes you the best you Mm. and that's what the empowered mom is about that's what 
uh, my entire all of my companies that are involved with it are about um, the empowered dad, the empowered teen, the empowered family, the empowered home. You know that that's the long term. Okay, the, those are the long term uh, goals. We focus right now on the empowered mom mm-hmm. um, and, and and build out this business. What is the empoweredmom.com? Uh, you know, briefly, let's just kind of give a little bit of an overview. Because I bet somebody's listening to this that that wants to that wants to check it out and would it would definitely be helpful. So essentially, theempoweredmom.com is it's a, a community and it's it's we want to empower moms mm-hmm. to feel their value, um, to build their collective power, and make their lives better and their kids lives better mm-hmm. but mom can be separate from well is separate from who you are as a woman and as an individual sure. and they get so closely intertwined that it, oftentimes and moms all of you out there know this well um, you lose your own identity you put yourself last mm. And, and this is a way of coming together and and um, telling stories, um, having tips, techniques, um, sharing parenting fun, sharing parenting fails. I mean, last night, if you look on my the Empowered Mom Facebook page, it's the Empowered Mom page, um, or even my YouTube right now, it's Maria Lucci. Um, we're going to back to school night, and literally. I'm like, okay, I've got this post coming up about the tips and techniques and things you can do to prepare your kids for back to school. And one of the kids are, no joke, blowing bubbles in the, like, so I've got, I'm trying to talk, I'm taking video and these bubbles are, I wasn't driving, my husband was driving, so just so everybody knows, so I don't hear about that. And literally these these bubbles start coming forward. I'm like, what's going on? And I turned and I was like, well, you, you go with it. Because I see the why, video right now, I see the bubbles coming up. Do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I said, and if you watch it, you say, I, I said, you know, I, Personally, I prefer my bubbles in a glass, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but that was another topic. Uh, so uh-huh. it, it's really tips, techniques, tools. I mean, it's parenting fun. It's parenting fails because let's just be real. It's not always easy and it's not pretty. And, you know, none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is about just being real. And that's what the Empowered Mom TV is. And, um, you know, that's what we offer. Um, I say we, meaning all of us personalities within me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> but no, as moms, we all have different roles. Yeah. Uh, we, we typically put ourselves last. And part of it is taking time to put yourself first. You know, I, I got to. I got to let you tell this story because you there's a story of something that happened recently in the news. And I've told this actually I told this before and I but I really want you to tell it because I think that um, you've empowered through this story, not only your kids and other people in your community. But when you tell the story, I feel empowered. I think it's a lesson for all of us that we are um, that we matter, that we can make a difference, that we can. 
even though we may feel like we're we're not enough, that we are every single bit of us. And and uh, it's the story of the lemonade stand, the little lemonade stand that could. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't know where you were going with this, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to roll with it. Uh, and and you know what? I just want to just say what you just said. We often don't think we're enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, I struggle with that all the time. And people look at me and they're like, oh, my God, she has it all together. She's got it. And I'm like, no, I fight. We fight it as humans all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what we're masters at? We are masters at um, telling ourselves, especially as mothers, we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. We haven't done enough. We haven't done. Well, we can't measure up. And that's just a bunch of. BS. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go, so thank you for that. Um, and this, um, the little lemonade stand that could um, started after we live in Dallas. Uh, well, we live north of Dallas and McKinney, but um, started after um, the protests that night, July 7th, um, when uh, there was a prote- protest in downtown Dallas. And police officers um, were shot and killed. And um, my kids, we happen to be newsies, both my husband and I. Um, and I had the news on, um, not realizing as this breaking news is unfolding, um, the, real, the, the depth of it. And um, so I finally had to turn the TV off. And, you know, I've written articles on uh, how to talk to your kids about the news and how to talk to your kids about violence because there are tangible steps to uh, things you should do and things you need to not do. Um, And so I wrote about how to talk to your kids about this because one of the kids had asked me, uh, Mommy, is there still a killer on the loose? Mm-hmm. And he had been coming into my room the entire night, almost hourly. And he would wake me up and say, mommy, mommy. And I'd wake up and he'd say, uh, well, I love you. Well, I love you too, baby. Okay. And that continued. And then the next morning when we woke up, I kind of hugged him. And, you know, this is my teenage. She's 13. Um, he, uh, he doesn't typically just give it out there and say, I'm scared. Yeah. But that's not how the messages come from your kids typically. And that's a very good lesson because it can come out in anger and anxiety and stress and, and it's just not always an instant roadmap. But he said, mom, uh, mommy, is there still a killer on the loose? arrow to your heart right Mm. and so I talked to him about it and told him what had happened and um, you know it's always age appropriate I believe number one Uh, you 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 show your kids information to a point and in our world of social media um, they're going to find out about it so I don't think you ignore it so we talked about it one of the things I had written about was um, to get your kids involved, to help them make a difference, whatever that meant. If that meant a safety kit for your house, if that meant one of the boys said, Mom, are all the, do- are all the doors locked? And I said, well, okay, baby, let's, 
let's go lock all the doors again. I knew they were locked, but he needed that, right? So it comes in different signs. So like I said, one of the things was, okay, take action. And so the boys and I were talking and they said, how about, can we, can we do something, mommy? Can we help the police? And we, I said, okay, what do you want to do? Maybe a lemonade stand? And literally, I'm thinking just in our neighborhood, if it was a hundred bucks, it didn't matter. It wasn't about, it wasn't about that. It was about giving the kids um, the ability to know they can have an impact, they make a difference, and they have power over their environment. I mean, look, as parents, if we can't, if we're having difficulties, and we all are processing the events that are going on in our world, think about the kids. So we set up the idea of a lemonade stand. Mm. And then one of the boys said, Mommy, can, uh, do you think a police officer can uh, come to it? And I said, okay, well, let me call. So I called McKinney Police. Sure, absolutely. They would be happy to come by. Um, and then literally within um, probably two days, because I had contacted the the police department they sent out an email um, to all of their people saying hey here's what's happening um, and then pretty soon it was the fire department getting in touch with me the collin county sheriff's department the mckinney mounted police citizens on patrol uh, everyone wanted to be involved and then i went up to market street in mckinney and i said can, well can i do you think i could because there's a lot of um, traffic up there um, going in and out of the grocery store and they're very community in, involved and I said I was thinking can I just set up a little table and maybe we'll get you know more and in the end I had they donated the lemonade the popcorn the tables the tent um, I had other businesses that came in and and offer coming saying what can we do what can we offer mm-hmm. what can we help and all these kids and so within a couple of days, I mean, there was a little fear going, okay, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> right, right. And oh my gosh, what if nobody shows up? Mm-hmm. Um, to, and then, but those are, the, those are the fears that disempower you. Yeah. And disempower all of us. And I was like, it didn't matter. What this was about was the kids knowing, hey, I can make a change. I can empower uh, myself and my community and what turned out from this little lemonade stand in like in front of my house uh, turned out to be literally a community-wide event Mm. and we had kids begging to work they wanted to work they were making signs they were filling popcorn bags they were anything they wanted to do and and I was like wow People want to help and neighbors and friends and businesses and all of these law enforcement agencies taking time out of their days to come by. And Justin, in a day and a half, and I know you know the story, but other people may not. um, In a day and a half, almost $7,000 was raised. That's amazing. 
and it wasn't it was it had nothing to do i mean i'm a loud mouth we all know i mean you know i got in trouble in school for talking mm-hmm. and then I grew, I grew up and you know get paid for talking so there's fun there but but um it was about what the community did and how a community comes together. And then we presented it to the Dallas Assist the Officer Foundation, and that money went directly to the families of the fallen officers mm. of Dallas. So, uh, yeah, it, That's a it great really. Story. Thank you. It really started. It, that's why I like to say the little lemonade stand that could. Yeah. Um, and did. <laughs> well, but it's just one example of how we can come together and make a difference. And it's such a great example of how a little pebble in the pond can make giant ripples. And, you know, this little idea that um, that started with, hey, let's act out of love, not out of fear showed how people can come together it showed how you have you ha- you are capable of so much each and every one of us is capable of so much more than we we even realize um and it, yeah, it goes was, back it, to that whole thought that you said earlier that you, you know you are enough just you are enough and if you will just do what you know how to do what you can do you will make a big difference. Yeah, we all can. We all can just in our own lives Mm. and as individuals and in the lives of our children, but in the lives of our community. I mean, we all can empower ourselves. Once we empower ourselves, we empower each other. What a great lesson that your kids taught us. And, and, uh, and that you share with us. I mean, I really think thank that's you. powerful. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Maria, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um, I know that we could uh, we could probably talk for hours, you know. Um, <laughs> we we do, you know, we definitely can. Um, but we'll have to ha- we'll have to do this again and I want to <clears throat> I want to encourage that that little uh, that challenge, you know, this the idea. I do too. The crest. Yes. I, we need to we need to follow up on that individually. I need to think about it, and that is a great challenge for us to um, throw out there and to follow up on that. That's awesome. What's my crest? What what do I stand for? What are my values? What empowers me? What do I believe in? Yeah. What what uh, what moves me? That's that's great. What's my purpose? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> we will stay in touch and we'll have to do an update here on this. Absolutely. You are fabulous. You know, I always love visiting with you and uh, sharing ideas. And um, you are uh, a powerhouse in and of yourself. And I love um, uh, generating ideas and sharing strategies with you and sharing stories. I got to tell you, I am. Uh, I really appreciate you, and and I appreciate you taking the time to to be with us, Maria. You, thank you. You've got a great movement and a, a, an amazing community there with the EmpoweredMom.com. I can't thank wait to you. see where it takes, where where else it goes, because it's. I have a feeling it's just getting started. 
Thank you. And everybody, please go out there and like it. Follow the blog. Here's here's my shameless plug, okay? But this is being business-minded. You know, go to Facebook, The Empowered Mom page, and like it. Go to Twitter, The Empowered Mom. Go uh, to Maria Lucci One on Instagram. Uh, (laughs) All of it. Just go and share it. And, um, you know, that's – and I want to – I want to hear your stories. What empowers you? Hmm. Because I want to tell your stories. Yeah. It's so powerful. And of course, we'll have links uh, up at, uh, on the website, too, on our full show notes at justinbarkley.com slash purpose 026. You can grab all that stuff, too. Maria, thank you so much for joining us today. You're a powerhouse, Justin. Love her. Well, another great interview is in the books. Listen, if you love these interviews, if you're enjoying this show, maybe it's your first time. I'll go back through and listen to some of the other great interviews that we had. But if you've been here for a while and you're digging this, make sure you go on over to iTunes. If you're listening on your iPhone and leave us a rating, five star rating and a review. If you do, we appreciate it. I give you a shout out on this show. Uh, If you're not on iTunes and you're on Google, same soundcloud leave us a review or you can always get in contact if you have an idea for a guest just go to justinbarclay.com and shoot me an email make sure you sign up for the vip all access email there and uh my email is justin at justinbarclay.com if you ever need anything feel free to reach out i'd love to say hi cheers to next time and of course your life on purpose all you are